Uh, so, how you guys been? <laughs> <laughs> I like carrots. <laughs> <laughs> carrots fucking suck, dude. No, Fuck you. Oh, Andrew, like, you only like them boiled. I right? like boiled yeah, carrots. Like, with, with or sautéed. Or sautéed so is great. Or baked. It's the like, texture of carrots either way just... Yeah, dude. You put some ranch like on it, it's a different story. Like, yeah. Sure, or peanut yeah. butter, perhaps. If what? I put enough... Or yeah. ketchup? How about ketchup? 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 Yeah. Suckers and ketchup. Oh god, don't mind me with that. Oh, oh my god. god, that was repulsive. Suckers and ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> I thought no, he was, was joking. A joke. It, it was, was a joke. I didn't actually do that. You're disgusting, dude. He thought about it. I didn't it. do that. He... I was eating one of the meals at work. Like, it's chicken, steak, all this stuff. And he's like, you know, it's a shame you don't put the ketchup on that. The damn shit. Like, <laughs> lathers it on there. Oh my god. I don't god. remember what you were eating, but one time at Bill's, you had this plate full of stuff, and it was different stuff. And you just walked over and you were like, Bill, you got any ketchup? This is one of the first times we hung out. And she's like, yeah. She went and handed him the ketchup and it was just like all of the plates over everything on it. And it I'm was... sitting there and I'm like. <laughs> Maybe I did do something. It was at Halloween or something. Oh. Well, oh, we, we could talk about your eating of this too, Kenzie. Not eating? <laughs> well, or your potato. Your Oh, the but the potato apple. She's like an apple. Yeah. It's a raw potato. A raw potato, huh? Yeah, just eats it like an apple. What? <laughs> yeah. It's a normal thing for everything but here. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, somebody <laughs> ate it in Alabama. In Alabama, all they do is it's a delicacy. It's a delicacy. <laughs> and I Alabama, learned it before Indiana. I moved there. <laughs> no, I have not met one person in Indiana that hasn't done it. Like, it's just a normal thing for us. Like somebody's making potato, you just grab a bite of it. Why don't you just eat an onion raw? Ew. No, no, they, they just like to cut the steps like, do you want fries? No, I just want to eat the potato. Yeah. Where I'm from, like I'm from South Washington Township, and we do the same thing. Wow. <laughs> we do the same thing, but with Kevin. <laughs> you may not know. Is your family like that? No. No, no, no one in my family God. is like well, that. Ryan likes a lot of ranch. Ryan likes ranch. Uh, that's my sister right there. Yeah. But, like, that's, like, a normal thing. Completely normal. Ranch on pizza. That's a delicacy. That's what the normal. fuck? Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> I know somebody who puts rice on their pizza. Rice? rice? Mm -hmm. That's strange. They go to the food court and they get rice from the Japanese place and put it on pizza. Honestly, I can see how it's decent. Cool. You know, I'm always willing to experiment with food, but, like, I've experimented with uh, omelets and ketchup. That can be good sometimes. With a lot of cheese or meat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. My yeah. dad does that. It's pretty good. But not ketchup a lot on my sandwiches. Not a lot of ketchup. That is good. Yeah, but not a lot of ketchup. That. Not a lot of ketchup. Yeah. No. Everything. Just a little bit to get some some, some of the fix. A good amount of ketchup. I want to re reiterate. Yeah. Although I like dipping my sandwiches in hamburgers and ketchup. I like Ch ketchup only on my hamburgers too. That's a normal thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're normal. No, but that's <laughs> Andrew's turning me into a derelict. <laughs> imagine, imagine not being normal, and not imagine not conforming. I'm so quirky. I don't do normal things. <laughs> I'm just Hold like that. all of you guys are so normal. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm normal. Alone. I almost called out a name and then remember that it was recorded. That's who I was. That's yeah. that's who we were getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I saw her the other day. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't talk to her, but she was driving in a business vehicle, and she saw me and Nora, and she did a fake little smile. Kept driving. She doesn't even know I'm in the state. No way. One yeah. of those untrustworthy people, I imagine. Yeah. Oh. 
That's so weird. You guys were just in the car. Yeah, they're all over. I encountered some of those people when I was uh, at the movies seeing Spider-Man. Like, all these, these... We dressed in suits, right? And I'm just, like, going around shaking everybody's hand who's wearing a suit. I'm like, how you guys doing? And they, like, they didn't even want to respond. Because I guess I gave off a totally different vibe than they were used to. Because at the end of the movie, I was talking about how, like, Spider-Man learned all these sentimental things. And they're just like, yeah, so uh, that spell that uh, Doctor Strange put on Spider-Man, that was cool, huh? Like, they just wanted to talk about all their nerd shit. It's like, I'm not really interested in that, you know? You're more philosophical than me about it. Yeah. What did, you, you went in the suit to uh, the Spider-Man movie? <laughs> yeah. A business suit, yeah. We all did. I, I was, funny enough, after Mark and I were talking about this at work, we went to the same movie theater at the same day at the same time. We were both there, dude. Yeah. Really? And we didn't even know it. And you guys, I wish. Oh, did you, did you, did you see a drunk guy walking around in like the front row? No. Same theater? Fucking idiot. Yeah, same theater. Yeah. Oh, man. Same same screen time, everything. Why weren't you there? I would have loved to ran, run into you. Wasn't that, yeah, dude. Oh, that would have been amazing. Where were you? Yeah, that was Saturday. When did you guys oh. go? Saturday? It was fr- no, Friday. I was gone Friday. It was Friday because it was the day before I got in here. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was gone that day. And you were gone, so. Yeah. Um, dude, I would have been like, Marco! Dude, it would have been amazing. You would have scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, I see you in front of me or something. I would have been just like... Like, uh, no, I, I get up and like tap me on the shoulder, like, you know, <laughs> something like that. Man. No, I would probably been like, Marco, first job of the day. I'd be like, What's <laughs> up, Marco? First job. <laughs> that fucker, man. Man. Dan tells me about that all the time. He's like, It's first thing you walked in. He's like, Marco, first job. Cut some first... fries. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he didn't even say hi or anything. Cody oh. can be like that sometimes. What an interesting leader. Cody? Yeah. You call him a leader? <laughs> Is he a leader or a follower? He's a follower, but Doesn't disguised as a leader. What? Doesn't he listen? Cody? Yeah. Well, I mean... You can always cut you, it. You, yeah, we can always cut it, but you'd have to be a fool to think that we're not making fun of him. No. You I, know, or anybody else, for that matter. Like, we make fun of Andrew. This is outside of work, so. Yeah, this is outside it, of work. We do make... influence our, you know, our work. Yeah. Anyway. Everybody gets jokes made fun of them. That way. I make fun of him to his face. I, yeah, I don't I make fun of his fired. voice. I but... make fun of DJ to his oh, face. Oh, God. See, that's a cut. That's a cut there. Oh. <laughs> Talking about his voice. Oh. I gotta stop saying that. God oh, damn it, dude. See, like, because because he... I've seen his face when people accidentally make his make an impression of his voice it turns like into like a, a frown and then it makes me like want to hug him because i i know he's he's such a little huggable munchkin he's in pain every time he <laughs> hears so it tiny. yeah <laughs> it would it would it would hurt to have someone like you know that right up to your face like mock you yeah you know but mm-hmm. sometimes i really want to you know <laughs> and i think that one time he just looked at me and was like andrew Trash. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but another time he came up to you and shook your hand and said, "I missed you." Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like I, I like that, you know. Like I, yeah. dude, I, I want to know you more, and I want to like learn how I can in some ways feel good about doing something for you. You know what? You know, <laughs> we were working together when when he was calling you out from the dish tank. He's like Andrew, and he called you like four or five times. And you came out. He came, <laughs> he came out and he's just like trash. Yeah, it's it's what a dick. Or you could be sitting around the pot sink and you look at you guys and just be like, uh, dishes aren't gonna do themselves. You want a job? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I mean it's like it's. I just. It's like <laughs> oh my I want like because like with Des or, or or Dan or Steve, it's like I already know them enough where it's like I can you know I'll help them out and I I know how I can help them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I, I can, I'll be feel good about doing what they tell me to do. You know, but Cody, it's like shit. I, I feel like I'm I'm being bossed around. You know and. I don't understand. Well, you, you got to be the one because with him, you got to be the one to, like, take the step over that boundary. Maybe because he's not going to do it. He's yeah, not man. that kind of guy. I've tried. I've tried. I once told him about like when I came back from working at Wendy's when it started up again last year. I was like, told him a story about um, how I was a dishwasher or whatever there, and they were like, they were just trying to teach me how to wash dishes, and I was like, trust me, I got this. Yeah. And yeah, he literally he just looked at me. Didn't say anything, <laughs> and went right back to cold playing. And we were the only two cold players. Oh my god, and dude! And that just tells me it's like, okay. And the first time I met him, first time I met him was a scenario similar to that. I was like explaining to him how it was my first day, and we got in the elevator, and he just—he probably looks on you and is like, he looks like a douchebag. He is a douchebag. I hope not. He well, might. You know, and, and sometimes I'll admit this: I am a douchebag to him. Like, what do you do? Like, remember when he walked into the dish tank the other day and he was like, you clearly don't have non-slip shoes on. Because <laughs> I was fucking like he ice doesn't, He doesn't say hello or anything. <laughs> yeah. I was just, like, watch me kick your ass. <laughs> I was just ice skating around there. He's like, and, and he told you about Workman's Cup and you're like, no, no, I don't need any of that. And he just looked at you and walked away. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm just like, oh, you know, does this mean I should go home? Should I go home? And I was kind of being a douchebag, you know? But he was, you know, like, he was looking after me in the snobbyish way you could. You know, it's like, he made a good point, and I'm actually going to wear non-slip shoes next yeah. time. Yeah, sometimes he'll look at you and he'll, like, tilt his head like this. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, I'll play with his tongue. <laughs> fucking tongue out. Like... <laughs> dude, shut up. <laughs> I have to cut so much now, dude. dude. Oh, my God. You just caught, like, the last, like, 30 minutes of this yeah. conversation. Perhaps, but maybe it's. I don't know. I it's wish something I could, that he should hear. I should I should talk so candidly to him in, in his in Steve his has sat him down and been like, dude, you can't just yell at people out of nowhere. Like, it's so wrong. Because you do notice that when, like, an authority figure walks out of the kitchen, like Steve, like, it might be only Steve, Cody, Dez working in the kitchen. <laughs> Steve could walk downstairs and be in the office for, like, 30 minutes to an hour. And, like... Cody could like instantly like just snap on and puts on a totally different thing. Yeah, I see. And he that can walk over to you and be like, "Hey, do this, this, and this." And be like, he hasn't asked anything from you all day, and it's just like, it's like, it's like, when do you need me? It's, it's just like throws you off. Yeah, but Cody, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, so Cody, he's a dick, but he's got no backbone. If you if you yell well, back, literally and metaphorically. <laughs> Why did I fucking say that, dude? Oh my god! Dude, literally, he's injured himself a few times at work from lifting things with his back. Oh he's yeah, bad, bad. can you lift these fries out of the sink? I I remember one time we were Andrew and I we cut fries up the day before and then or it was the same day and he goes in to get some and he walks out and he's mad and he's like I think he's covered a little bit in water. He's like, who the fuck filled these fries up the top? And he's like. I'm gonna break my back. He's, he's told me that before about only filling it to like the lip, you know, like below, like where the handles are. Yeah, and I, and I wanted to, I wanted to say I'm like Cody, you can't lift with your back, but I didn't, I didn't say it. Squat and lift, simple as that, you know. And he, he came up, he's like, I can't lift with my back, and I'm like, well, 
I, I can't lift either way. You know, I was just bullshitting him. And he kind of just, just looked at me and walked away, as he usually does. Because he has no backbone, as I said. Yeah. You know, he'll just... Um, he'll just expect things without... You can't respect a guy um, with no backbone and has leadership qualities. Well, he lives with his parents, so he's... He likes, okay. You know... That's, <laughs> no, that's... Okay, okay, okay. I'm, not, no. I'm not pointing out <laughs> you. I'm saying everyone has different situations. But, like, yeah. he's, like, almost in his 30s. You took it to the furthest point of this conversation with Bobby's, that. I'm just saying it's pretty obvious. Same thing with Bobby. Well, same Marco, thing with Will. You're going to school, you know, and you got a, you got a job. <laughs> you're okay, man. Uh, <laughs> like uh. you're pursuing, you're pursuing something that you're interested in. Good yeah. Bobby, he just works and he parties and goes karaoke night. He really Will, should be going to Will the gym. The same thing, and he has hockey games. Um, Cody just works and smokes. Oh boy. <laughs> Well, um, no, he's okay. a tobacco So it's like 55 to now. So, like, yeah. that's what I'll be cutting. Okay, um. No, 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 let's keep, well, this is a good conversation. Wait, 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 what did I want to say? Um, <laughs> okay, he's, he's middle management, right? Yeah. There's three levels hierarchy in the kitchen. Him perhaps. and DJ. And at one, le- at a certain level, like, okay, so middle man, he will always stay middle management if he keeps doing what he's doing because he impresses the people above him, but he doesn't work with the people below you know so it's like why would they give him a higher position if he's not even going to work with middle management earn the respect of both sides exactly yes he doesn't treat yes. everyone equally he, he doesn't like hierarchy class like it's it's like the it's like the platform you know he, he frowns upon the people below him exactly. i love that movie he looks upon the people exactly above you read you watched it yeah he's mm-hmm. in the, he's in the middle where he's like he's still got food to eat He's not one where the platform descends the whole yeah. brilliant yeah. film. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, We've all seen all right. We've really? all seen something yeah. together. My dad was downstairs and he's like, What is this disturbing movie? That's what my mom said. <laughs> yeah. So my disturb- mom walked in and she goes, Kinsey, are you watching this with him? And I said, Yeah, she goes, Okay. And turned around and watched Like he watched Remember at the uh, end? It's like feudalism, except on a smaller scale. What is feudalism? Oh, oh I Yeah. yeah. Like people feuding. No. Like, no, that what is no, it? No, it's medieval hierarchy. I mean, it's you have the king, you have the nobles, the knights, the people on one, the peasants, and they all they worshipped the people above them, but treated the people below them like nothing. Like the 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 black guy, like you prayed up to them like they were God, and they threw shit on him. Yeah, they threw him a rope and they just squatted a fat shit on him. Yeah, that was horrible. But the very end is the part that like put me in my feels because he's in the darkness, he's in the belly of the beast, and there's that guy down there, like that was there since day one. No, the, the old man. The, the old man was down there the with night. him in his mind. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. he, yeah. was, he was basically, I mean, he was going psychotic. Because when the lady came down there and killed the old man, and he basically saved his life. So. Yeah. And mm-hmm. at one point, he was just, like, there was certain scenes where he was just hearing both voices in his head, and he was about to kill himself. Yeah. Going crazy. What a good movie. I'll watch that movie again. Um, but yeah, you know, you can't, you know, I know... Like, when I'm working with Chef Steve or Chef Dan, you know, it's like they work, it almost seems like they're working, like, for me. You know, they care about me. And they, they, they care about my needs. And this all is a stuff. different kind of atmosphere. And it's like, it's it feels just so nice because it's like, obviously, we're doing what we can to do well for them, to do well for the organization. But it's they're like, treating us like... You know, look out for each other. Exactly. Yeah. Like, as, as managers, like, they're working for us. Like make it make the difference. Like 
like today I was at the dentist and it's like a corporate environment, right? Yeah. And everybody was saying happy holidays. And I walked out saying Merry Christmas. But then I corrected myself as I said happy holidays because it's like, you know, it's the nice thing to do. But like at work, at our work, we would say Merry Christmas because it's not a very corporate environment. Yeah. The front end is, but, but we're not. We, we're unfiltered. We say whatever we want. Yeah, we're the, uh, the old rust bud. <laughs> Well, uh, Whatever Dan says, he just yeah. he says things to me in passing that are very questionable. And like the people from the house are listening, and they're like, "How vulgar!" Yeah, <laughs> he said some things that that the house have heard him say, and and he'll just like get immediately red faced. Yeah, he he'll just be like, "I'm sorry." Yeah, but they're great, great guys to work for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so glad I met Dan, dude. I know. My God. You should have Dan back. And we need to have Dan. And I, I want to tell his stories and actually post all yeah. of it and not cut out the entire thing. We should do. Like we didn't cut out. We cut it out like one segment. We should do. Which like I a, will not say. And that was the entire <laughs> podcast. Are you talking about the Chef Dan episode? Yes. No, there was like five seconds where we where we cut out. No. You no, remember was, what he said? It was only a little bit. It was. Really? Yeah, it was like five seconds. It yeah. Because it it skipped over a lot. I saw that. You know. We there are, have been there have been mistakes where I've been cutting, so maybe you're right. I'll go back and look at that. We should get um, we should do like a so ten minute like story time with him, like just upstairs. Ten minute story time, with dude. Him. That's not enough time. I I just want to be. Well, for one story, we need to go to his house and do a podcast. Yeah, that's the cool. brothers. I want to be there and witness like his stories. Like he said a few things at work, were just like very intriguing. Mm-hmm. But like I just want to hear on like a deeper scale, because he's he has a lot of wisdom to share. Mm-hmm. He does, yeah. So far, it, it's mostly been indirect wisdom, like being authentic, like not not like Cody authentic, but like you know, just telling yeah. people exactly how you feel in the moment, or, or or like like Cody will Cody will just like not respond to you if he doesn't want to, and the same thing Dan will do, but you know at least he's cool about it. Yeah, Dan like acknowledges what you say at least. He's yeah. Like, Look, like I I asked Dan if he was all right. He didn't respond. And I was like, dude, tell me what's wrong. He still wouldn't tell me, but... but because he's your boss, so... He doesn't have an obligation to share things yeah, with you. Yeah, but I understood. The doesn't share to the lower... You never met Chef Chris, because me and him went back and forth all the time. You yeah, told well, me some... You can get him started on anything, like politics, um, conspiracy theories. Oh, not even that. Just family. Just deep you, personal yeah, things in would, his life. You just talk forever. He was telling me that, like, he hated his parents so much. Oh, God. This is going to be a cut. So he hated his parents. His mom was toxic. So he was when he was 19, he packed up and moved to Arizona from Ohio. It's like, that's a big step. And that's where he got his first job. Yeah? And, like, the... Chef? By the time he was 24, he was running the place. That's crazy. I think he told me that. Yeah. I remember the one thing he told me the last day I saw him was when we were talking in his office. The one thing, he, he was talking about his job in Arizona, and he said... It's like the only reason why he got where he was is he always demanded for more. No matter where he was at, he always demanded for more. Yes. So that he can always make improvements. He he was thinking about what he wanted, and he got it. He overdelivered. Exactly. Well, he, yeah. He, he underpromised and he overdelivered on that. Well, yeah. And he, he but he wanted something. He really wanted something, and he thought about it. Yeah. Thought about what he wanted, and he got it. And he executed. So he was successful. I think he's a very successful yeah. man. Yeah, very successful. You know, it's just unfortunate, though, that that's put him in this position where he wants to, you know, spend more time with his family. And it's like, 
has to make sacrifice. He's got to fight in this rat race. Sacrifice! Right, because... But he's he's very well wanted. And... Yeah. He's a good man. I definitely think that position he got, that family is missing out. Yeah. Yeah. But, Andrew, remember... Were you there that day when you walked in and the kitchen was, like, very quiet, very... Very, like, sad. And we all were there. I think it was, like, me, Bobby, and you. And he pulled us aside in one of the rooms, the banquet yeah. hall rooms, and he told us that he's, he's like, I'm getting a new job. And it's like, it's really sad to leave here, but he's like, it's like I have to spend time with my son. He's like, it's like I missed out on him way too much. Yeah. And so he's like, I have to just, you know, move on. You guys hug him? Uh, hmm? I don't think, I don't think we did. I think we shook his hand, but it's very we sad. We just shook though. his hand. I remember you telling me about that. Man. I mean, it was a bittersweet moment. Man. Chef Matt, too. I never have to say goodbye to him. I Neither did I. He, two, and, weeks, and, two weeks went by, I didn't even know he left. Yeah, I didn't Crazy. know either. And Chris and Matt hired me. They were in the office, and we were all talking together. Matt was such a good guy. I've always connected yeah. with him on a, like a deeper level. I admire him, dude. He got me into Bob Dylan. That, that like, led the way for so many other things. Such a good guy. My loyalty to the creek is forever. Yeah, my loyalty to the people is forever. As you know, my loyalty to—I dedicate a lot of who I am now to the creek. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Dude, I got that job when I was fourteen. You know how much it's like, like how like malleable you are at that time. Yeah, I mean, really? I've grown and, up. Andrew there. wanted to work for bread and like five dollars an hour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally for for and line. That's food, a good story. For yeah. line food. And for like six dollars, and Chef Chris is like, uh, he put down his. It's just like nine forty-five. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, thank you. Just and like, I'm young naive kid. No, I'm so thankful this job I got turned down at the hot dog stand at Home Depot. Oh yeah, yeah I always wanted. Are you serious? Oh my Because I wasn't sixteen. That was you. You told me that like the day before we met. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah. then you were going to come to Five Guys to get a yeah, hot dog, but... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ow. But, yeah. Um, great place, man. It's turned me into this... Who who would I be without it? Who would I be without it? How man, much imagine money? if we all left at, like, different points in time, you know? And, like... and then we can actually go camping, like, for real. And then really party. Well, I no, I didn't mean in that. Yeah. Like, I meant like just like connecting on like a deeper level, like where we'd be at. Yeah. Now. Dude, if, if I didn't go to CSI, I think about that too. Yeah, that's that's a lottery system right there on its own. It's a, yeah. What's so important about it, CSI? Well, there's only X amount of kids that can go there, and a lot of kids sign up, and it's a lottery system. I mean, like Andrew didn't even do his math test. Like he did like. <laughs> No, I half couldn't. of his math test. I did half of it, and I didn't even answer the rest of the questions because they were too difficult, and I ran out of time. Yeah, so it's really not based on your performance, but it's just based on pulling a name out of the hat because there's only X amount of kids that can go there, like 90-something. Yeah. So. Oh, and here I thought you guys were smart. <laughs> no, no, CSI kids are not smart. Yes, MSD kids are Yeah, They work dirty, a lot but, yeah. They're more type A, too. Yeah. You, you went to I. I did go to Ike. You should know these things. I was not really interested in extracurricular activities. And he, he was a I, completely different guy. I think what? <laughs> you were a different guy when you were in high school. I was a very different guy. I was about to say something that I cannot disclose. Smoking joints in the parking lot? Oh, yeah. There it is. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta break the ice. 
Or, you know, like yeah, the... I, I saw someone like doing that role. going into Dakota one day, my sophomore year. People do it all one the time. One friend had a white claw in her hand. The other one had a... A joint. I think so. I don't know Probably what it was, pen. to be honest. I think it was. Those sucked. And they switched them back and forth. What a great way to start your day. That's what I was like, you want to go in cross? That's a healthy You want to wake up and go into school cross? Every day. I, I would sit and pack in for two hours. <laughs> and I'd just be stoned to the bone. Pack is just like... He knew, he had to know. wake your ass up. Yeah, I would sleep every day. I'd have Tom Petty in my ears and I'd be sleeping. It was great. (laughs) The music was getting into my subconscious while I was sleeping. Like, I was hearing his voice. It was crazy. Yeah. Michael's like, this is a life, man. (laughs) Construction, dude. Yeah, close myself (laughs) off to to society with my music. That's (laughs) the life. Your lines are all squiggly. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, dude, they're straight, man. I don't know what you're talking about, (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> you were gonna say something, Maddie. I'm pretty sure my brother graduated with you. What was his name? Brent Sorensen. What? Yes! You look like Brent! Oh my god! <laughs> you <laughs> you kind of look like him. Oh my god, that guy we made fun of so much. <laughs> I got so many videos of us making fun of him. Oh my god. Oh my god. I gotta find something. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) He was the most awkward guy. (laughs) The the poor guy. Oh my god, it's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I am destroyed right now. Oh my god. (laughs) I wish this stuff would load. He he had like this, like. He had this like neck fat on his neck, and and it would he would like squinch like this. It was like a face. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. Oh, they just laugh. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> oh my god, that's not even a good one. Though. I know. Oh my god. Um, I can't believe that. <laughs> nothing, nothing goes against Andrew's I can't Andrew's believe that you said that I look like him. You do, <laughs> I, I do. just saw it. Just a little bit. Your hand went to your face so fast when he said that. Marco's like, yeah, we made fun of him. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just a... reminded me of so much nostalgia. Oh <laughs> I liked hanging out with him. We played soccer with him. He's a good guy. Yeah, we were talking about that. Because my, my dad coached him. Oh yeah, we, we even played AYSO with him too. But I was just saying, we like recreationally, we go to corners and kick a ball around. Oh, with Austin and Ricky. Yeah, yeah. We saw Ricky. Remember? Yeah. He was we just were, playing we soccer. Were running at the corners. Yeah. yeah. Right. Ricky is moving to North Carolina. I think. Well, I ought to say goodbye to him because we had a pretty good friendship. I think he already left. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I hope he finds. Um, a better life there because he seemed like he was pretty closed off. Uh, well, like his, his parents yeah. got a divorce and then his dad moved down there and then his mom was moving down there too so then he just went with them. Hmm. Family, man. Yeah. Family comes first. I was just being ironic. I Family. can't believe Family. that you yeah. knew him. The way you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. What a small yeah. world. You're right, Ben. Yeah. Oh my god. Brent Sorensen. <laughs> you can't even say our last name right. What is it? Is Sorensen. Sorensen. Is that how you always say if it? You, if you would have would have said Maddie's last name was Sorensen, what is it? Sorensen. 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 I would have been Sor-Ensen. like, that name. 
That name, that name rings a bell. Sorensen? It sounds interesting that way. Sorensen. <laughs> Sorensen. <laughs> Madison Sorensen. Yeah. Andrew, you're gonna die. Sorensen. Yeah. Wait, now I got confused. I had, I had to learn how to pronounce it too. When I, when I, um, it's not. Kenzie's last name is really hard to pronounce. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like Sorensen or Sorensen. I always said it to his face like that, Sorensen. He never corrected me. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, he just. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to my neighbor yesterday about him moving at home for the rest of his life. It's like a Cody or a Marco or a. <laughs> no, no, I'm not Marco. I didn't yeah, mean it like Cody that. I didn't mean it like that. I'm going to say like a Cody, a Will, or a Bobby. Marco, we gotta be roommates sometime. What are you talking about? Me staying at home? No, I, I'm I getting out of this country that, as soon as I, I mean, fucking I can. That. I meant like, I meant like, like not. I didn't mean to say your name. But I meant like Bobby or Will. They still live at home. Sometimes they still live yeah. with their parents. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna be a lot of cuts. Sure, here. sure. A lot of cuts, man. One sixteen. Oh, no, just just scrap it. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for Marco's the archives. Just gonna, like, rage, just, like, like anything you say that's like uninteresting or he's just like it's 27 minutes 27 <laughs> I'm not doing that much work no way no. I don't want to sit down and look at a bar all day and Who listen can? to us talk even though sometimes I come across some really interesting things see I don't think I could sit and edit audio well I could we gotta I pay somebody videos, but I it's hard with the it was it was easier when we did video but it takes. It doesn't even upload the video. Yeah. So we have the tripod that's just sitting there collecting dust. Now we're not using it anymore. It's so complicated with the video. Unless we get like a camera and an SD yeah, card. An actual, yeah. yeah. Can you get like a can you get like a boom mic hanging from there? <laughs> right on that that. Kermit, bring it down. I mean, te technically, <laughs> you could probably connect like you get a wire that connects there to the camera. We'll just we'll just tie Kermit's feet around it and then yeah. he'll hold on to it. <laughs> He's holding the mic, you know, like in a boxing match. That'd be great. Like, in this corner is Marco. In this corner <laughs> and we you, have... And you just stop. It's really bad. It's really bad. Stop while you're at it. Oh, we have the right so hand. Strong. And here we have the goat farmer. <laughs> Son of the right hand. His Harrington means goat farmer in Irish. What? Yeah. Because my, my... I'll give a little story time here. My family was goat farmers in Ireland. She's so hence, goat. Hence the name. Painting goats. Get painting goats. Well, and, and when we um when we came to uh, DC, well, okay, my my grand grand my great great grandfather fought for the IRA, which was a resistance organization mm -hmm. against the uh, the crown, yeah. against British rule. They're kind of rebels, and they he was involved in a bombing that blew up a bridge, and he was going to be persecuted. Oh. And he escaped. So he ran. And he fled, yeah, to America. And uh, later he sent money back for his three daughters to come too. But they, uh, he, he did what he did, which was goat farming or whatever. And he started a milk farm. And he, uh, he was apparently at one time delivering milk to the White House. What? Apparently. Because <laughs> he, 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 he was in uh, Washington, D.C. So... Which, when we went to Washington, D.C., there's... Uh, one of the daughters started a hotel. It's called the Harrington Hotel. It's still there today. But one of the the other daughters married this other guy, 
And then they move to Detroit. So where's your inheritance? <laughs> there, well, it's it's years down the. But still, delivering milk to the White House. I know my family is so hotel. prestigious. <laughs> no, but I tried to track my family back, and it just gets confusing. Yeah, but besides that, I mean, that was. My grandma refuses to let anyone do it because her dad was a man whore and they're convinced that there's extra siblings out there and and, and like they have to like know of one yeah. and oh. and like they're like scared that like they'll come that's after what, their money so um, yeah that's when me and my dad took my granny he was kind of scared of that so little I want to take one of those. I've never met. Oh, I don't think I should have. <laughs> my, my, my sisters have, but I have not. My brother. So you could be adopted. <laughs> I think I am. I'm just kidding. Because both my grandparents and both sides of my family, they're both 6'5", and they're built very, very thin, which is... When I took my 23 and me, my dad took it at the same exact time. My results came back, and his results came back. But it never linked us. And I started to... I didn't start you to panic. You look like your mom, though. But I... Okay, that's <laughs> great. What's that got to do with my dad? So I was like... <laughs> I simply texted my mom. I was like, hey, dad's 23 and me has not linked to me yet. I was like, I... Where's the mailman at? Anything. And she was like, okay, just wait. And like in my head, I'm like, okay, just wait. Just wait. And then eventually it linked. But my dad, like, just last week started teasing me about it again. He's like... Yeah, and you didn't even think I was your real dad. And I was like, well, you didn't link up immediately, and there's no visible proof that I'm yours, so. Because I look nothing like him. Well, you have, you have some traits coming. Yeah, I got my sarcastic and my. Yeah. Nurture. So. As we talked about earlier. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Watch me have some extra siblings that I don't know about. Probably do. Or they're probably like. Just being born right now. Yeah. <laughs> Verdetta's pineapple in front of his house. <laughs> is that where is uh, that where that conversation came from? Right yeah. Now? Oh. Yeah, well, we yeah. did have it in the summer. Yeah, because that was when we were finding out if it was. Yeah. yeah. Wait. A so it pineapple. is true. A pineapple. It's for sure true. I think that you should look up what the meaning of a pineapple. An in front of a house. Pineapple. No, a upside down pineapple. Upside down pineapple. It means you like getting with other. Uh, Just let him look it up. No. Look. We're gonna find out. Look it up. I can tell. Urban no, no. It'll be more entertaining to watch him look it up. I want to mm. see the genuine reaction. Oh, no, it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> Hands up. <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. My is a cop. I'm all doing I wielding. Know, all I know from my 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 dad's side of the family is that his ah, grandma, yes. my grandma yes. is from Germany. She grew up in poppy seed fields. You can actually get high off poppy seeds. We've heard about that. Well, yeah. 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 Like my grandma yeah. would go through the fields just like, if you stay there for too long, you'd get high. And I'm like, what? It's like, an ingredient in heroin. Yeah. yeah. No, because when Megan, when, they, when she was being a principal, she couldn't uh, have poppy seed dressing because they tested them every week. Yeah, I've yeah. heard some kids, like, athletes, they'll eat, like, pop seed bagels and, like, come back, like, mm-hmm. positive for drugs. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. 
Um, this is completely off topic. Uh huh. Um, That's typical of these conversations. We were talking about our grandmas, and my grandma had a neighbor once, uh-huh. <laughs> and she uh, she uh, escaped from Nazi Germany, and she was really? in the Hitler Youth. She Everybody was, was in the Hitler Youth. Yeah, she was a teenager yeah. at the time, and uh, she escaped and came to Warren, Michigan, because there was a job ready for her, and uh, she her whole family was... Um, you know, for Hitler and under his whole consciousness and everything for the party. So she had to leave her whole family. What year was this? Just, uh, like the late thirties. Okay. So it's pretty early on. Yeah. Before it got insane. It might've happened during the war though. Although I don't think she would have been able to get out though as easily as if there was soldiers on every border, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she was, yeah. no, that's the air force. My bad. Uh, yeah, I heard some few stories about her. She was a very clean woman. Very, like, very w- strong worth that work ethic. Like, orderly? Yeah, she used to clean out the gutters, like, every weekend. Just get on a ladder? So, yeah, she would, like, get on the roof. This is when, like, you know, during the 80s or whatever, and she just, like, shovel snow off the roof or whatever. People learn, man, they learn to work hard back then. Oh, yeah. Eviscerate the proletariat. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, my grandma has a crazy work ethic. She retired pretty early. She got a lot of benefits. She still works like crazy. Like she, like you could, like you could go to her house and it's like always clean. She'll cook like a five course meal and she'll bring it over to her house. She does so much. It's, it's like crazy. Like you think at her age, like she would slow down. Like no. Grandmas are insane, dude. Yeah. My grandma has all these neighbors that do favors for her, like shovel the snow, cut the grass. I mean, she makes all these meals the neighbors yeah. like and and for her family too so it's like like all this work and like my grandpa like exercise and he's like 86 he walks every single morning so they're doing a lot more than a lot of us sitting at our computers all day well moving is like improving it's, so it's saying a lot it really is yeah my, my grandma can do it for grandma. can what my grandma can do it for grandma no yeah no no just wait till you see my grandma one of my grandmas could beat my other. <laughs> no, my, my grandma's got no health issues. She's oh. 87 and she's still like no. riding out strong, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's phenomenal health. Seriously, I, I. She's looked the same same way for 20 years. It's fascinating. I've got great genetics. Wow. <laughs> oh, <shut up. laughs> no, I got really shitty genetics. Yeah. And some things. Yeah. Some things. Yeah. That it's all spectrum. Yes. My grandma has the same autoimmune diseases that I have, and she's in so much pain that she has to take, like, straight pain meds every four hours. That's a topic I want to research, autoimmune diseases. Because, like, those started starting up in the 90s, right? Yeah, well, like, mine was, like, just proven as real. I I have, like, um, fibromyalgia. What's that? It is basically um, my nervous system thinks I'm, I'm always in pain, so then it puts me in pain. And um, so they weren't able to like prove it till recently by testing the level, or I, I, I don't know exactly, but they were able to like test 
the level of pain that people with fibro could feel. Hmm. And it's much higher than, like, the average person. So you're on, like, a way grander scale. You know, a good cure to that would be to go... No, no. To just get away from it all and go live in the wild. Like Chris did. Chris McCandless. Well, but, like, for me, if I did that, I would die. Okay, go go live in, in a community where there's no computers to occupy your time. Yeah, but then okay. I would probably end up crippled in a wheelchair. I like to think that, too, with my issues, but... What issues? Your, your eye hurts when you wake oh up in the morning? Oh, my God. It's oh, MS, ooh. so it's multiple <laughs> things. I, I have I have plenty of problems. Have? MS, multiple oh, sclerosis. It's, it's nothing to complain about. I, I will agree with you, but... But yeah, if you if you go and get away from it all, like take like I would always tell Chef Chris, like I'm stressed out, I need to take a vacation. He's like, no, you need a therapist, and we would constantly go back and forth like that. I'm like, dude, I need a vacation. Well, it depends on which point you reach. Being a, being a what do you mean going on a vacation? I'm sorry. Well, I mean, everyone everyone has a different story. Everyone has a different background. So like, like what was it your anxiety or whatever? It was anxiety. Yeah. I mean, it all depends. Like people experience different anxiety, different reasons. Some of it's temporary, some of it's based off of like childhood trauma or something. So there's like there's thousands of causes and factors. So like sometimes like people just need to step away from society and they can get better and they just need to like relearn some things. But some people also need therapy in order to get better. Yeah, you can get therapy anywhere. You can give yourself therapy. Yeah, as a psychoanalyst. Yeah, meditation. Dude, literally when when I'd sit in Chef Chris's office for like 30 minutes, it was like therapy sessions. Like, like he, he didn't know what to say at times. He's, you know, he's not a therapist, but he's a pretty worldly guy. You know, you travel. What? I just had a thought. No, because remember, like, a year ago, you'd always be in, like, Chef Chris's office because at work, you always seem, like, really down and whatever. I, at the time, I didn't talk to you that much. And I was always thinking, I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? Is he, like, psychotic or something? I was coming out of a bad relationship. Yeah. Plus. I didn't know that much. So. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. But I'm glad it happened because... I learned a lot. Yeah, so. and you came out of it on the better end of it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You know, I think anxiety is, you know, it's there for a reason. It is. Um, yeah. It's like evolutionarily, like people with high levels of anxiety were probably more successful back then. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like now we're in this environment where it's like. Well, you take Cain. He wasn't very successful. No. Well. But Abel wasn't very successful because he wasn't conscious. So it was kind of a paradox. Sure. But going on with what you're saying. But, you know, it's like, it's it's hard, though. Like, I mean, you know, everyone's got a certain predisposition to levels of anxiety today. But, you know, it's, it's hard to, like, bridge between your subconscious anxiety and your, like, consciousness of uh, reality and bridging the gap between, like, fear and, and acceptance. We should start writing down what we learn from being at Cherry Creek. I'm going to do that because there's going to be a time where I don't work there. I won't have everybody to fall back on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Good stuff is coming out of that. Yeah. I, I told you that, that I, I broke down a few times at work, but it's more than a few times. It was, it was pretty crazy. Slightly wavy. But yeah, it was it was handled pretty well. I remember. Yeah. I know. Thanks for being there for me. Yeah. 
Oh, Marco talking about uh, sorry, this is like two minutes back, but autoimmune diseases mm-hmm. on the Drive podcast. Yeah, Peter Tia, he talks a lot about with like physicians, a lot of doctors. Can you send me that podcast on Twitter. Oh, it's a great podcast. Yes. The one he about talks phthalates. A lot about cancer. No, anxiety, both of them. diseases, everything. I'm sure they do have phthalates under that. In I'm sure he talks about it. Ben told me, I believe. But and I was talking about. Um, I've, I've been listening to this in the car for like the past hour or so, like the past three days, and it's about John Clear, the author of Atomic Habits. Yeah, talks about habits and that's the podcast evolutionary things that go with it. So it's very interesting. It's about two hours. This podcast usually ran from like an hour and a half to two and a half hours. Conversation. Came on a hell of a lot from it. Um should probably get going around nine. What time is it? Eight fifty two. It's past your bedtime, friend. Yeah. yeah, it's like twenty something minutes past my bedtime. Yeah. Um But that like is mentioned there's this good uh Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. You know, you should really think about that. Like not going to bed so Damn early, dude. Like, Man, like you're you're missing out on the night. But I'm getting a great start to the day. <laughs> Why though? He misses out on the night, but he experiences the morning. How early do you get up? Well, this morning I got up at eight. I slept for thirteen hours. I woke up at nine and went to bed at two. If he's getting up, if if he's going to bed at like nine, I'd imagine that you'd be getting up earlier than eight. You should stay up a little bit, dude. Um, I I um I went to bed at seven, but last night was kind of an anomaly. I was kind of not feeling too well, um, but like the Anomaly. like the weekend, the weekend I I get up around like this past weekend I got up around seven six thirty ish because I was I was uh, you know doing stuff and, and all that and during school you know I go to I wake up at five thirty or five forty five why because Ben and I go to the gym yeah to get a That's great reasonable. start at the day very reasonable but why do you go to the gym before school to wake up because you wake up stretch it's a lot better than get all that blood flowing to your vaping. head. As soon as you wake up, you're just like feeling for it with your eyes closed. (laughs) That was me every day. (laughs) Yeah. The sauna, get rid of all those toxins in the body, you know? Exactly. Best way to start. Well, it's not the best, but it's a good way. And you take a cool shower. Invigorating. Not a cold shower, but a cool shower. Yes. It's a better way. I think that you should try Marco's high school way of starting the day. Yeah? Yeah. Crack open I wasn't even conscious. White claw. (laughs) With the... Red Bull or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, just fucking... Rolling out of bed, open up the mini fridge, stuff my homework in my bag, yeah. <laughs> crack open a monster. I wouldn't even do the homework, dude. I, I would just kind of bullshit it. Would yeah. leave problems open. Mix your white, <laughs> mix white claw with the monster. I didn't drink. That was the one thing. Hey, I didn't man, have you your sip school? your morning coffee on the way to school, which is <laughs> white claw monster. <laughs> a little bit of rum. Yeah. Nah. Sometimes I would I would smoke a cigarette on the way to work. I know not the work, but school. I'd walk to the bus stop. You? Yeah, but I didn't do it for long. The bus stop. Good. I was I realized that I was that I was doing what I usually do and trying to be counterculture to vaping. And I I realized that um this is gross and I need to stop doing it. Because it's that's so interesting because there's this idea that like like because like smoking used to be the thing, and then like. Vape pens came out, right? As, well, and they were amazing. Smoking as like a healthier option. Well, yeah, and then to like make people quit smoking, but then sure. people became hooked on vaping. You can do it any time. Became as popular over time. Right, but like, it's, like, I was trying to get to like the the popular, like the 
the hipsters adopted like vaping because they were like cool and trendy. The jewel was so powerful when right. it first came out, dude. And then everybody <laughs> just did it. And then now smoking is like like cigarettes is like the most the more like cool thing to do. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I see people smoking cigarettes in my parking lot before school almost every day. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Like flavored cigarettes? Because there's flavored cigarettes. No, just then. cigarettes. That is very strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of a truck window. One time I watched a guy's dad pull up, yank him out of his truck. It was kind of funny. Because he was smoking? Mm-hmm. So interesting. Oh, well, my school also doesn't do anything about it. They found beer cans and glass bottles in our parking lot, and instead of addressing the fact that there were probably underage drinkers in our parking lot after school hours, they put trash cans. It's a smaller school. They put trash cans. <laughs> they did. Don't there's litter. Tra- there's trash cans all over our parking lot. They don't now. care what you do. Because there was glass. Litter. There was glass all over our parking lot. So yeah. they just put trash cans instead of trying to Jesus. fix the problem. I have a final thought. Um, go up the ladder in Mr. D's in Mr. D's class. Do you have Mr. D? Ben. We can get up the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know the ladder. Okay. 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 Just. Just. Just go. Yeah, you guys are always sneaking around. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Got so it. go up there and and open up one of the vents because there's a bunch of old cigarettes and really old shit like people used to people used to like drink alcohol up there and party up there oh really yeah oh, like, come on guys like, like in the, the little loft area yeah 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 oh, I, used to I, sleep I have up a video of sometimes. Andrew uh, on a bike up there just a <laughs> random bike up there <laughs> riding the bike around the little loop if one of the vents was there's there's like three vents on this one cover, and one of them was open. If there was another one open, you could probably crawl through the vents. That would be so fun. It's so big up there. But it's all dusty in there. Yeah, yeah. probably getting asbestos or something. My friend and I, we snuck backstage when we were um, in Komet's class. We snuck backstage in the, you know, the Performing Arts Center. We were just like, we took these swords out, and we were just sword fighting. And who's who's the uh, the the instructor? Well, it used to be Traskel. I hate him. I hated him, dude. <laughs> you know what happened to him, right? Yes, I know. Oh, God. He's an angry, perverse man. I thought I was, I always thought he was gay. <laughs> Turns out he's he not. didn't seem like it when he screamed at me. He, he seemed like he was very masculine. Mm. But yeah, I, I I don't like that guy. He was very irrational when he yelled at me. Were you under the stage where all the stuff is? No, we were we were kind of like on top where you had to walk on the netting. Oh, you were. And he's like, "What's that noise?" It's like, "Who's that up there?" We had to come down. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Hmm. Yeah. We weren't very smart. Yeah, Andrew and I know nothing about that. No. Oh, yeah? I, I like the phone case, Marco. I always point it out, but I like it. Thank you. I Ooh, still, still want to get the painting of that. Also, <laughs> Spake, there, Zarathustra. <laughs> Dude. What a great book. Dude, I, uh, I used uh, the painting. Man is, wanders uh, above the sea of love. The wanderer above the sea of... Fog. <laughs> yeah. You know, I used that painting as the last slide in my presentation. Brilliant. I got 100% on that. Nice, it nice. Really good job, man. Yeah, he, it was a great start to the, to the project. I, I just was, imagine I him, him speaking like, presented. you see, these ideas, they need to be acknowledged. You know, because that's the way you talk. <laughs> yeah. Andrew was having like a TED talk up there. It was incredible. All right, I feel like that you could give a good TED talk. I try my best. All right, we gotta do the closer, and thus concludes episode thirteen. Let's shoot the bull. The bull yeah, is shooting the bull with the boys, and the girls, and, and 